From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. The public is invited to an open house at the Juneau Ranger District today to receive information on the proposed North Extension project at Heckler Greens Creek Mine. The event is from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Attendees can review the supplemental draft environmental impact statement and ask questions of Forest Service staff to help inform their comments. A 45-day comment period is currently open and will close on May 8th. The environmental impact statement addresses a request to extend mineral production at the mine site beyond 2031 with an estimated 4 to 5 million cubic yards of tailings and waste rock storage. The city and borough of Juneau's seasonal campground, the Mill Campground, opens Monday, April 17th. The campground, operated by the Parks and Recreation Department, provides 19 tent platforms, toilets, drinking water, and bear-proof food storage. There is no vehicle access or parking, and it is walk-in use only. The facility provides primitive camping with no electricity. There is no cost to camp, but campers must register with campground staff. The Mill Campground, located at 911 Thane Road, is a partnership with AHAT, Alaska Electric Light and Power, the Glory Hall, Search, and Jamie. The campground closes on October 16, 2023. A court hearing was pushed back until next week for an Alaska children's book illustrator charged with terroristic threatening after authorities said he posted around the capital city transphobic notes that referenced shooting children. Mitchell Thomas Watley, age 47, was scheduled for a preliminary hearing Tuesday, but Assistant District Attorney Rexine Finley asked that it be moved to April 21st. She said she expected an indictment prior to that date. State District Court Judge Kirsten Swanson granted the request. Watley's attorney, Nick Pulaski, declined comment to reporters. Watley spoke a few words in court, acknowledged that Swanson had pronounced his name correctly. Court records show his wife posted $10,000 bond in his case last week. Watley is accused of leaving business card-sized notes at a grocery store, state office building, and a Costco with an image of an assault rifle, the colors of the transgender flag, in the text, feeling cute, might shoot some children, according to the complaint filed in the case. He was arrested April 2nd after several notes were found at a Costco, and officers reviewed security footage that showed a man identified later as Watley leaving a note in the store the complaint alleged. The Alaska Senate voted 13-6 to 6 on Tuesday to pass a bill that would apply both a carrot and a stick for local governments to encourage the construction and maintenance of developments. One provision of Senate Bill 77 would allow municipalities to exempt the owners of newly developed or redeveloped commercial properties from paying property tax. Another provision would allow municipalities to increase the property taxes of owners whose properties have become blighted by as much as 50%. Bill sponsor and Anchorage Democrat Forrest Dunbar said the bill is aiming at spurring housing development, adding that the high cost of construction in Alaska doesn't justify a new building. The exemption would lower the cost to property owners. Dunbar said that housing in all of Alaska has become incredibly difficult to pencil out. Under current state law, municipalities can own of new commercial developments, including apartments. The bill would change that to allow the entire value to be exempt for a designated period of time. The blight tax would not apply to any primary residents, so people with low incomes would not be taxed out of their homes. It would leave it up to the municipalities that implement a blight tax to determine what their definition of blighted is. These municipalities would be required to establish an appeals process, and the tax penalty would end when owners fix up their properties. There is a House version, House Bill 84, sponsored by Wasilla Republican Representative Jesse Sumner. Sumner said properties that are allowed to deteriorate bring down the values of neighboring properties. Coming up next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett, Dave Steering from the Governor's Office joined the KNY Morning Show to talk about the base student allocation. A one-year-old Australian shepherd took an epic trek across 150 miles of frozen Bering Sea ice before being safely returned to his home in Alaska. And the Biden administration announces the strictest rules yet from the federal government on pollution from cars and trucks. Those stories next on News of the North.
You're listening to News of the North. Dave Sterren from the Governor's Office joined the KINY Morning Show to talk about base student allocation. The legislator is talking about the need to increase the BSA. The governor, when we rolled the budget out in December, where you know he, he said he's open to discussions with the legislature because of inflation uh, pressures that, that all schools are facing, energy, you know, and, and it goes the... I think when people think of the base student allocation, they, they kind of lose track. And it's not anybody's fault. I mean, we, government uses acronyms and big woolly numbers. The, the BSA goes to, a, a lot of it goes to overhead. He spoke to the importance of retaining teachers. And, and for folks who are, I'm concerned about accountability and, and uh, you know, classroom performance. Well, that's your retention incentives. Teachers stay. They have a financial incentive on top of their, you know, their passion to be an educator. Mm-hmm. And for, for people who say the operation of a school is expensive, well, well that is your BSA track. And, and I would argue they're both important but it seems like the retention incentive has sort of gotten short shrift right now. The legislator is still debating on how much the BSA will go up and how to pay for it. I mean, you're, you're still seeing that you know, we need to increase BSA by a thousand bucks. We need to do a one-time increase of X number of dollars. We need to double the BSA. I, I, I mean, they're depending on which legislator you're listening to. They're all over the map on a dollar amount. And of course, the core question comes back to, well, how do you want to pay for that? I mean, we've seen proposals for income taxes, for sales taxes. We, we, we've seen proposals to have the permanent fund dividend be 500 bucks. The governor's partial proposal is his carbon credit financial incentive. So if we have a $200 million budget shortfall this year, and we don't make a billion dollars in carbon credits, but we make $300 million. I mean, are we going to complain? As we develop the architecture of it, and we're able to monetize more of those credits, that number goes up. A one-year-old Australian shepherd took an epic trek across 150 miles of frozen Bering Sea ice before being safely returned to his home in Alaska. Nanook wandered off from an Alaska island in the Bering Strait. He showed up a month later in the Bering Sea coastal community of Wales on Alaska's western coast. People posting pictures of the dog online led to a happy reunion last week for Nanook and his owner, Mandy Awarigan. She says he may have ended up in Wales because the ice shifted while he was hunting. Except for a swollen leg with large seal bite marks, Nanook is in pretty good health. The Biden administration announces the strictest rules yet from the federal government on pollution from cars and trucks. ABC's Mike Dubusky has more. The new rules will reportedly affect cars starting in the 2027 model year, requiring steep cuts in tailpipe emissions as the agency looks to boost electric vehicle sales. It comes against the backdrop of California's efforts to ban the sale of new gas-powered cars starting in 2035, a move the Biden administration has not thrown its support behind. The administration's official target is for half of new car sales to be plug-in hybrids, fuel cell, or electric vehicles by the end of the decade. Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.